and welcome to On A Lighter Note podcast, a place to learn all about perinatal mental health. I'm your host, Frankie, a peer support worker from Light. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we've got Sarah. Sarah is a peer support coordinator with Light. Uh, So thanks, Sarah, for chatting with me. Um, first of all, I wanted to ask you about your role. What is it that you do? I know I know, but tell everybody else, what do you do? So I am the one that deals with all referrals, matching people when they want one-to-one support with the staff, making sure they've got the support in place. I'm in charge of setting up all the groups and getting people to attend groups and inviting and booking. And then I manage all the staff wellbeing as well. Yeah, it's quite a lot. Um, if somebody is thinking oh maybe I want to get a bit of support a bit of emotional support and maybe they've found light what what would they do what do they do like so okay they think they need some support someone might have sent them a link to light how can they then take the next step so we're very flexible we've got lots of ways that people can get in touch they can get in touch via email social media text our qr code which takes them to a link to just fill a few details in which then i pick up and then get in touch with them they can also ring mm-hmm. they can be referred in as well by any professionals or friend family member anything really okay. we're really flexible okay and say if they call who answers the phone so it'll either be me or Josanne, our web coordinator, and then she'll either take a few details from you and I'll get back in touch with you via text or mm-hmm. call you back. Mm-hmm. Or you'll speak directly to me and we'll just chat about what's going on. I'll explain what services we've got there available, should you want to have them, and then we'll get you registered and support will be put in place within the next couple of days after that. Yeah. And does someone need a diagnosis? To No diagnosis, which will let anyone who's got an under two-year-old or is pregnant and just struggling a little bit or if they're just feeling a bit lonely and want to mm-hmm. chat with other mums, we can have that. If you've got a diagnosis, that's also fine. But we don't mm. have criteria, so anyone can refer. Mm. And what about um, partners? Yeah, we also have support partners and other family members, such as mm. parents. We have some parents on our books that are struggling to manage mm. or cope with their child's mm. mental health, and they just want a bit of support around that. Mm. So they can also get in touch, and we can offer support to them as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you mentioned this, but there's a quick turnaround, isn't there, from someone making that initial phone call to then actually getting the support. How long is that wait usually? So as soon as you get in touch with us, I will get back to you that same day, if not the next working day, but it's more than likely going to be the same day. I'll get you registered within the next few days after that, and then support will be in place within a couple of days after that. So I'd say at most a week, but it's probably going to be a few days turnaround. Mm. And that support then, what might that look like, that the support that's offered? Yeah, so all our staff and volunteers have lived experience. So we offer support via groups, one-to-one, and that one-to-one can be in-person, face-to-face, on the telephone, video call, text or email. And depending on the level of support you want in, I will then take your details, get you matched with the right staff member, or I'll point Mm. you to the nearest group near you, and then you can attend and Mm. support can begin. And what happens if you get matched with um, a, a support worker and you don't get on or you don't like them? That's absolutely fine. We're not always going to get on with everyone. And sometimes support doesn't work out. So then you just get back in touch with me. We can look at what's going on, what's working, what's not working, and what would you like to come out of it. Mm. And we can look at getting matched with someone else or looking at alternative support services that's available for you. Okay. And how long does that support last usually? 
So we offer initially, if you're having one-to-one support, it's six sessions initially. So that would be over six weeks, we'd see that. However, we understand that not everybody's going to want six weeks. Not everybody is going to feel better in six mm. weeks. So we can extend that as needed and we can go from there. We also have a counselling service which can be offered later down the line after one-to-one. And then if you want to attend groups, you can attend from pregnancy up to two years. There's no limit on that. You can attend for as long as you need. Um, and what about volunteering with Light? Yeah, so our volunteer coordinator, coordinator sorry, is Josanne, and she will get the volunteers trained, fully trained, inducted, matched with service users as well, with me involved, and then that works. And we ask for a minimum of two hours a week, mm-hmm. but we can up that and lower that as, as yeah. the volunteer needs. And we're always needing volunteers, especially at our groups. Yeah. I know I um, I've worked with a lot of mums especially who maybe their child's getting their second birthday's coming up um and they they still want that like that support and that community that they've built within light and I'm always like come and volunteer with us come and work for us (laughs) then you've always got it yeah the buddy system's great for that because it just means that because our remit is up to two yeah the moms don't always feel better at two and they feel like they're better than when they first joined with like but they still want to be involved in some Mm -hmm. way so buddying allows them to still come to group with their little one give support to others while also in a safe space to get support should they need it as well yeah yeah um and just tell me about why you do this work why do you work within perinatal mental health so obviously we have our own lived experience so i've got my own personal Mm experience of perinatal mental health and parenthood but I've always worked in mental health services my passion's always been in mental health mm. I'm interested in it I want to help people in it so my background is from crisis support so coming to this perinatal is more where my heart truly is I think mm. and obviously with my own personal experience it just mm. gives me that validation and I just want to help others because I think how I felt back then if I can just help one person not feel like that or mm. support them along their way then that's mm. just amazing for me I just think it's so and what about working when you worked in crisis support what was that like so yeah it was intense and a lot I'd say a lot more demanding in terms of obviously people are at a point of crisis Mm. but I feel like it's given me a lot of knowledge on mental health a Mm. lot of skills that I've developed along the way that I can then implement into this role to help people and I imagine it must have felt quite scary working in that environment in that role with those pressures that responsibility um I mean I I I love that kind of role I love the excitement Mm. of roles like that I could never be in a nine-to-five office job doing the same job every day Mm. I need the differentiation I need the challenges I need to feel like I'm kept on my toes in my work because I just think it gives you that passion and that thrive Mm. that yeah makes it so exciting Mm. And we, I mean, obviously me and you work really closely together. You support me and, and provide me with emotional support through work as well. And something that I always find really inspiring about you is how good you are at doing your job as well as you do, but you are able to go, and now I'm going to set that boundary and I'm going to go home and I'm going to have my own life and I'm not going to take all the worries of everybody home with me. And that. I find really difficult to do and I've not worked in mental health as long as you have is that something you feel like you've developed over time or have you always been able to do that I think I've always been quite works work and home life is home life I think my roles that I've had previously and leading up to it and the way I've worked 
Mm. It's kind of built me to be this resilient person that because you can't take everything on, like because otherwise you're never going to carry on working in this job. It's never going to work out because you're putting yourself out real fast. But I feel like having that time to just debrief yourself, Mm. manage yourself, and then get yourself ready for home life. It it, it can be so hard to switch off, Mm. but I feel like we need it in this job, especially this mental health. it, It can be hard. Yeah, definitely. No, I think you are really good at that. And that's something that I've always like trying to, like what would Sarah do <laughs> in those situations? Always trying to work towards. Do you feel like working in mental health and in the different roles and as long as you have, do you feel like there's been a change um, in terms of how people look at mental health or the stigmas around it? Absolutely. Like if I look back to when I first started in mental health, it was like this taboo subject that, oh my god they're, they're not well they're, mm. they've got something wrong something's going on mm. but it is becoming more accepted in society and more talks about which is yeah. it's helpful because we need to talk about it we need to know the supports out there for those that's going through it as well because it can be so lonely and isolated just to know that there's others out there and that you're not this damaged person that yeah. life's over for like there's hope out there yeah absolutely and something that i talk to a lot of mums about actually is how I had a lot of shame around my mental health issues and the diagnosis that I got. Even though in some ways having a label for it helped, it also felt quite shameful. And actually now, the thing that I once felt shame about is the thing that got me the job that I love. Um, So I'm really proud about, actually, I've had this experience, but I'm still really good at my job and it's got me a job that I love and I could never imagine going back to my old job um so it's sort of that's really helped me and it's helped me understand that actually even when we think we're really open-minded we've just been programmed to have this um I don't know stereotypical idea of what we think someone with a mental health issue would look like or be like and it's really not like that at all yeah definitely shame and guilt is a massive part of perinatal mental illness especially as parents as well Mm. like society puts this pressure on you that you've got to do it all, you've mm. got to be well, you've got to mm. be thriving at every aspect of life to be a good parent and at mm. life we know that that's not the case, You are, mm. your parenting ability is not defined by how you're feeling or what's going on for you mentally. Yeah. yeah. I think it's massive you get that out there and that mm. come to, there's no shame and guilt here, like this is a judgment free mm. space where we all mm. get it, we truly, truly get yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. I've never worked anywhere and I always say this to you, never worked anywhere where I get to work and you go hi how you doing and I go yeah I'm okay and you're like no really I actually want to know how are you feeling today how and it's like every other job you just go yeah I'm fine even if your whole world's falling apart but it like you can say oh no I feel rubbish today or this has happened or and it's totally accepted no one's judging you you know I've come in and had a cry and then we've gone right and then got on to some really professional work you know important stuff that needs to be done and at no point have I ever felt like it's anyone's thinking Frankie can't do her job because maybe she's having a rubbish day or she's had a rubbish week or whatever. Um, and that, the no judgment there is so important. And I just wish everybody had a job like that where you could turn up, someone ask how you are and be truthful and be honest. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you feel like that. It's nice yeah, to hear. Definitely. <laughs> for our moms as well because we there really is no judgment yeah. and we are all coming from a place of we've been there yeah. we want to support you let's get you to a better place even if that just means we sit for half an hour talking rubbish while we have a cup of tea mm. we don't have to be talking about yeah. our stock. It's, 
meetings we can just come chat about anything and it's about building that community together that yeah. you're not alone and that we are in this together and we will get through it together yeah yeah definitely definitely it's a I think Light has that community about it where, you know, whether you work there or you use the service um, or you volunteer within it, it has that community, doesn't it, of just, you know, it, whatever it is, whatever you're turning up with that day, it's okay. Whether you're turning up and you're laughing and joking, you're having a wonderful day, and then the next day you turn up and, you you know, you're feeling pretty down and numb, there's no judgment and it's it's okay and we all get it. Um, even though everyone that uses the service and works there has had such different experiences in their own personal life it's everyone gets it don't they yeah because we've all been there and we've all been through it and we're all going through it still mm. we've got lived experience we're still working mm. on our own as mental health as well as mm. supporting others with health yeah that's what peer support is. and with peer support um how do you think what do you think people's understanding is of peer support to be honest, I don't think there's that much understanding mm. of it. I think mm. people just think we're a support service. But the peer yeah. element is massive. Yeah. It's about having a group of people that are not necessarily the same as you, mm. but are like you and are sharing a similar experience or journey that you're going on or have been on. Mm. And it's about being together, offering mutual support, where yeah. it's back and forth. It's not just one-sided support. Yeah. It's support for both of you that's or the group of you that yeah. is going through it. Yeah. And what about professionals? So clinical professionals, medical professionals, how do you think they view peer support and its value? I think they view it massively, and I think that is shown in our funding and mm. our partners, like in the perinatal mental health service, the GPs, midwives, health services. I think it is becoming more, more shone light on because mm. the value of it is massive. Yeah. And I think it's, becoming apparent through services now that they're seeing how how good it is and mm. the strengths of it yeah 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 I think it's such a valuable um source of support isn't it um and I I don't I, I agree with you I don't think it's as well known about um in the public eye as as other forms of support um and you know there's there's peer support not just for perinatal mental health there's peer support for everything and anything out there um it's just I guess finding it um which sometimes is is a bit tricky but yeah it's uh I think it's really valuable and for me it's massively supportive and being someone who isn't the service user but actually works as a peer support worker I get just as much out of that as the service users that I support yeah definitely and that is peer support at its finest yeah yeah mutual relationship of support Mm. do you think in the future um mental health and the sort of ideas and the way people view mental health will change do you see it changing i hope so i think we've come a long way i mean we've got a long way to go so i'm Mm. hoping that we keep developing and it keeps changing for the better got to hope aren't you yeah and i i also feel i talk to a lot of parents about how you know, it might have taken them, I know, 30 years to start to talk about their mental health. But the fact that we are talking about it will mean our children will probably start talking about it much sooner and be much more aware and open about it. And hopefully it won't take them 30 years to finally seek some support. Absolutely. The more we talk about it, the more awareness they're going to get and the more the stigma will be reduced. Mm. And it'll then just become part of everyday culture that mm. mental health is just as important as your physical health. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Um, and I just wanted to ask one last thing. I know you've had your own sort of journey and experiences of mental health and becoming a parent and all the things that come along with that. What's one bit of advice that maybe you would give yourself if you could go back um, and think about when it was really hard, when you were really struggling and feeling pretty low? What's one bit of advice or what's something that you would say to yourself now? Oh, what would I say to myself? <laughs> Put you on the spot there. I think my biggest thing would be don't be so hard on yourself. You're mm. not meant to know it all right now and it will get better for you because it really does get better for you. You don't mm. feel like it is now, but it does. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I'd say that to myself too. <laughs> when you're in that space to just feel like you're the only one that's mm -hmm. in that space and it's always going to feel like this and yeah. on them night fees them long nights where you've not slept in days mm -hmm. you're sat there thinking this is my life forever now yeah and it's not yeah. and you just got to think there's support out there there's people that can listen to me right now people mm -hmm. that can support me mm -hmm. and I'm not alone with this like it's a very common feeling and I'm not the only one that's feeling like this mm -hmm. and we want to listen as well like, I remember thinking, like, no one's going to want to hear this. No one's going to want to. But we want to. We want to listen to whatever it is. Yeah. Absolutely. I think my biggest thing was, like, well, I knew parenthood was going to be hard. Mm -hmm. So nobody's going to want to help me because yeah. I signed up for this. Yeah. Which is not, like, yeah. yes, it's hard. It's so hard. But that doesn't mean we yeah. can't talk about it and yeah. support each other with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the thing when people say, oh, I know, well, this have it worse. So I shouldn't complain. No, complain away. <laughs> yeah, your feelings and how you're feeling is justified for you. Yeah. That's what you're feeling. It doesn't matter what anyone else is feeling or what anyone else is going through. Right now, that's what you're feeling. And it's okay to feel that way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for chatting with me. I'm hoping that this is a really helpful episode for anyone who might have heard of Lie or maybe they've just found the podcast and they haven't got a clue what Lie is. But, you know, just to know what it is and what it looks like and what we do. I'm hoping that this is a, a good source of information for people. And then if anybody then hears this and thinks, you know what, I'm going to make a call today, they could be chatting to you <laughs> later today. Yeah, I would just say if you've got any questions or anything, mm. just get in touch because you never know. We might not be the service for you, but we might just help you a little bit. Yeah. So always get in touch because we are here for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to On A Lighter Note podcast, brought to you by Lie, a pre and postnatal peer support charity covering Sheffield, Rotherham, Doncaster and the surrounding areas. If you feel you'd like to learn more about Lie or any of the topics discussed in today's episode, please see the links in the episode description.